Do you want to begin or not? No, you can. You're good at it. Yeah, but when I begin, you moan because I say, Welcome to Tales of the Whales. Oh, yeah, don't do all that great long spiely thing. No? Okay, this is a, a podcast we do every week about having cancer, me, and uh, somebody who has to live with an old git who has cancer, you. Me. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, actually, I'll start because this has been an interesting week. Last Sunday, um, or when you hear this, maybe even the Sunday before, but anyway, over seven days ago, uh, her ladyship... And darling, it's not over seven days ago because today's only Saturday. About seven days, isn't it? Not over seven days, though. Yeah, but when this is done and out and people are listening to it, it could be over seven... Okay, I yeah. will be pedantic about that. You are pedantic about that and a lot of other things, too. Anyway, um, so I'm sitting bedside at the moment um, with lots of uh, medication by the bed. By the way, not for me. And uh, you're sitting um, up in bed. I am. I've had a lovely week. Yeah, great week. I've really enjoyed it. But the whole point about this is that for those people, you know, we, um, we haven't been married long. And uh, we're going through the early stages of finding out about each other and all of that, as well as finding out I am terminally ill and you have to look after me, which is very unfair on you. It's fine, but um, I haven't done a very good job of it this uh, week. No, 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 that's not what I was going to say. What I was going to say was that quite often um, carers must go through what you're going through now, become ill themselves, and that becomes difficult for everybody. Yeah. Not me, of course, because I am a coper. <laughs> What? Oh, no, it does put a bit of a spanner in the works. And you're not a coper, darling. You're a complete flapper. Am I? Yes. Friggin' hell. That's why I wouldn't let you come to the hospital with me. No, well, I wasn't going to mention that on this, but you wouldn't let me come to the hospital. Well, why don't you tell the story about you? This is um, it's quite serious, because I thought it wasn't. She's had appendicitis and it burst. And I thought, well, it's a bit like tonsillitis. You know, you just go in and they'll whip it out. Yeah, but it was fine anyway. They've done some amazing surgery and all the doctors were... They're lovely. The doctors very, saved your very life. Very amazing and yeah. all the nurses were amazing. And also I was very lucky to have a handsome surgeon, which is a real bonus. Yeah, if you call on talking about him, we might be looking at a divorce. Um, that was fine. I agree with everything you say, but the 12-hour wait in A&E was not acceptable. It could have killed you. I don't really want to moan about anything because they, no, they were so... I mean, at least they were there. Yeah. I, although I had to wait, at least there was a doctor at the end of the wait. Yeah, no. Imagine if he wasn't there. Well, I hope that would never happen, but it may have happened to people. Yeah, and thank I goodness think... there's people out there who do go and bother to spend years studying and yeah. everything. Um, you don't blame anybody, but I blame the ones who are striking because they were Well, let's not, I don't want to talk about political Okay, nonsense. I know you don't, but I'm just so happy to have you back because it could have been the other way. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great on Sunday, but no. Sunday and Monday weren't great days. But, but it's, a lot of it's down to me because I didn't realise how serious a you burst did, appendix is. You did is. try and stop me going to hospital, which and I did have to sort of put my foot down and say, no, I am going. <laughs> well, only because it's a Sunday, there was a, a strike on, and I thought, if you go, go to hospital, no one's going to be there. I was right nearly, wasn't I? Well, you were right about it being a long wait, but I, I still don't think I would have been better off just staying at home no, and waiting, you wouldn't. I waiting was for wrong. it to go away. You even, like, when our friends came around, they went, you should probably call 111. I was like, yeah, I think I will. And then when they went, you went, just pretend, just tell them you did, just don't really call. 
Well, I mean, I meant, uh, yeah, because I thought they'd be useless. So you did ring, and they said, we'll get a doctor to call you back, and that was how many hours? Three and a half. <laughs> you And then they said, we'll send you a, a cab. They didn't say no. that at all. They said, we'll send you a, an ambulance. Uh, it'll be four hours. So our friends Gary and Hillary, you should give a little mention to. Um, they were, they were so, so kind. They yeah. were so kind. I mean, they gave up their... They sat with me the whole night from, like, 7 o'clock on Sunday evening until 7 o'clock the next morning, just yeah. sitting in A&E waiting, bless them, on, on hard, upright chairs. We got to the door. You weren't on a hard, upright chair all the time, were you? On? Once yeah. I laid on the floor, because I couldn't bear it on a yeah. chair, they then found me a kind of a, a reclining chair, which was lovely. Good, good. I'm still quite cross about that, but I will keep that to myself for a while. I think um, it hadn't been for Hillary because because I felt so ill. Normally I'd be, you know, in command of a situation and knowing what to be done, but yeah. I was so ill I couldn't do anything apart from just lie down. And so I think if I'd been without Hillary, I just would have just still probably been there and dead of, in a corner somewhere. Yeah, you'd probably not be there, actually. I'd just be in the corner of A&E sleeping. Yeah. yeah. I think that we're getting a lot of buzzes on your phone from that appalling tweet you put out. Too. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. It pulls, hurts my tongue. Does that hurt? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Does that make That you... doesn't make me laugh. So you can, you can do that as much as you like. It just makes you look silly. <laughs> <laughs> makes you laugh. <coughs> yeah. No, it, um, did, it did chuckle, make me chuckle this yeah, morning when I found the shower. I found the shower gel in the fridge because I left you to. To be fair, you you know obviously it was all a bit dramatic because I was being whisked off to hospital and, and then I was leaving you to look after the dogs and put the, the shopping delivery away. <laughs> so I'm not actually surprised that the shower gel ended up in the fridge. But what made me really laugh this morning because it was cedar and you thought it said cheddar. I'm dyslexic. I mean, I mean... who's even heard of a cheddar drink? No, you're right. Okay, so I just thought it was a drink you bought because we were talking about it, with all sorts of stuff in to make you better. <laughs> Don't let's not go on there. This is supposed to be about cancer. Oh yes, yeah. sorry, we're going off piece, aren't we? So but anyway, it, I'm I'm back in better now, but I have been not very good at looking after you this. Week. Oh, don't be silly. I've managed to look after myself. I'm a coper. Don't you dare! Don't you dare! No, honestly, if it hadn't been for my sister Kelly. She's yeah, been wonderful. She's yeah. come round and helped because there's yeah. certain things like I needed to get clean sheets on this bed before I could get I into it. I could have done that. No. <laughs> no, I could have done that. No, you couldn't. I don't have a lot of strength. I mean, people say to me it's quite funny and I go and work and I've worked quite a lot this week. You've you done work. a lot of work, which has been brilliant because it's really taken your mind off things. Mm. I mean, the fact that you were doing... Were you recording Plank of the Week or doing... No, you are doing yeah. Jeremy while I was having my operation. Yeah. And I think that was just the best thing because... Was it? I'm not sure if I'd known that... Because the... you, you... I was talking to you on the phone, you suddenly put the phone down. I didn't know what was going on. Oh, that's because the anaesthetist needed to talk to me. Is he good-looking too? It, the surgical team were hilarious. Were they? I actually went to sleep laughing hysterically. <laughs> They're a right comedy bunch. Well, it's just a shame there are not more of them. If you want a job... Train as a doctor, if you can do it, because we need more. And they need to be paid as much money as they want. Yes, <laughs> they do. They deserve it. <laughs> you didn't feel like that after you'd been there 12 hours. Anyway, never mind. Let's forget I that. Did. They did. A, I just so when, when the, they, after the 10 hours, the doctor said to me, I'm so sorry to keep you waiting. And I was just like, I'm just so glad to see you now. Yeah, I don't I know, care I how long I was waiting. Just now you're no. here. Thank you can for you being help here. Me? Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. I totally agree. They were obviously really good. 
there weren't enough of them on. There was a load of people in A and E. Not not drunks after a night out. There were people. There was quite a few people to me. I mean, that's what makes it difficult. There was I obviously was really a bit poorly. Mm. But there was quite a lot of people there who were making a lot of noise about the fact they were very, very poorly and were in terrible pain and needed morphine and stuff. But when they weren't shouting at the nurses, they were then on their phones, just, you know, scrolling through and stuff. And I was thinking, I couldn't be on my phone. No. So if you're that poorly, surely you wouldn't be just sitting on your phone. I think there are different places they put you in A&E and the person deciding on that didn't look up and didn't... Put you in the right place because that's because I'm not. I didn't make a fuss. Yeah, well, if I'd been there, oh, um, we would have been escorted out by security. No, we would not. Yes, we would. You would have been seen sooner. I had to stand on the steps outside here and wave you goodbye because you wouldn't let me come with you. No, I think you you could have sat for ten hours in A and E condition. It wouldn't have been very good for you at all. No. And also, it just would have been a problem with the dogs and everything. Yeah. It was the sensible thing to do. There's nothing you could do. You no. can't take your appendix no, out, no, can no, you? No. Well, no, probably not. You probably would, well, the way you were going and not wanting me to go, you probably wanted to try, come and get me with a butter knife or something. I thought, you said at one point, let's stop this in a minute, you said at one point, it's just bad wind. That I was s- embarrassing enough. No, I said, perhaps it's that, and then I'll be very embarrassed when I get to A&E and they send me home with flatulence. But as it turned out, I kind of, I kind of, Ah. I kind of knew by the time the one on one doctor rang that there was something quite wrong. Because you were getting iller and iller. And you think it burst at home? Yeah. Or exploded, I like to use the I term. I think exploded is a bit dramatic. It just had a hole in it. But Did it? Oh. I had one moment when it was very, 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 very excruciating. Oh, God. When, and that was when the one 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 doctor rang, which was a bit mm. awkward because I couldn't speak to her. I was just screaming at her. So, oh God! It's probably why she said call it now. Why did oh? I was in the other room and not allowed to sort of. But um... anyway, we're going to be talking about you and your cancer. So how have you coped? Because <laughs> you're because, going to interview me because now. basically I am. You know, I had my operation, came home on Tuesday, and I've basically just been because they had sent me home with the drain thing in, so that's quite sore and. It's lucky. not attractive. No, I wasn't trying to look alluring. Um, so I just having a bag I, of blood hanging out stop of you. It. I'm, you're ruining my image. Oh, sorry. Um, so I was just—I have just been in bed and not Ooh. not really able to get up and make you cups of tea and stuff. Do you know I haven't really wanted anything? I did. I notice I, you've gone through very, very many boxes of cornflakes. No, not that many. Um, but they're quite. You have lived to... on cornflakes for the week, haven't you? No. And chocolate. But luckily you and did probably to talk a few times so you were able to get a couple of sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I didn't like going, but you seemed to want me to go, so I'm not sure if that's because the doctor was coming to see you or not, but... No, I'm joking. That's a joke. Wasn't oh, that funny? Yeah. What? It's one of your... You went on, he's got big brown eyes and, you know... Anyway, I, I am joking, but... I tell you, it's quite hard to look handsome with one of those paper surgery hats on. Is it? I should think it is. He oh, carried it off. Right, good. Well, I'm glad that you feel good now. Um, it, it's funny how when other things... I mean, I I have to realise I'm not well, and you can sometimes forget. And although I can't kind of rush upstairs, although I can't rush anywhere when I think about it, not even to the pub, which is just... A, I have to take it steady, don't I? Yeah. But I'm off my treatment at the moment because I don't think it's doing any good. Did we do this last week? I'm yeah. not sure. And I've got next week 
Um, Tuesday, we're going to go and see Tom, yeah. Professor Tom, and see how you're feeling and whether yeah. you want to try something else or not at the minute. You will, everybody, you know, our friend Gary, by the way, has just got great news. He's had... That's private, darling. You don't... Is it? Oh, right. Yes. Okay, fine. But people do get over cancer. And, uh, and I'm not going to because I'm stage four. You shouldn't have said that. It's not your place to say... Well, no, no, no. But Gary's he's, got he... cancer or not publicly. Well, stop it now. Um, but he hasn't, has he? Ugh. Well, he hasn't. So that's good news. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what were you just doing? Oh. Putting my hair up. Oh, right. Okay. And you look lovely. Frightening, but lovely. Um, so anyway, when you, you do get cancer, lots of things happen like they do normally, like, you know, the person you live with gets ill and all that sort of stuff. And you just have to carry on. I mean, the only thing I was worried about is although I'm not doing chemo at the moment, I'm still doing quite quite a lot of tablets, aren't I? You are. And I wasn't sure whether you'd be well enough to do them. And to be fair, I am a bit of I am a bit of a messer, and so I probably would get them wrong. Yes, I I made sure I was well enough to do them for you. I hope so. Listen, that's a very good point. No, I'm fine. I did them yesterday. I was fine. Have you done your temperature? Should we do your temperature in the middle of the podcast? I don't think that's necessary. You don't? It's a very funny looking machine, isn't it? Yeah. But so your pills are all done and right. No. So I was able to do that for you. Mm. If I'd felt I wasn't, I would have called in a competent person. Would you? That isn't you to do it. (laughs) Can I actually say, before, um, the other day before I went out to work, I got a call from hospice we're registered with. And if you're at st- stage four, and I know people don't want to talk about it, but I might have, a, I might get to Christmas. I might not. I hope so. I want a present. Yeah, I know you do. Um, but at the moment, I've just woken up because I'm working tonight, Saturday. And uh, we had quite a disturbed night, didn't we? There were thunderstorms and, <laughs> and yeah, dog issues. But They wanted to go out or hide. Yeah, so you needed a bit more sleep, but... Yeah, and I'll probably try and have a nap before I go, and then I think I'm going to do Jeremy on Monday. I like being a guest on people's shows now, because that doesn't take as much out of you, does it? No. But only shows on talk. No, and I was very glad you had all that work to do, because it certainly did take your mind off worrying about me. I was worried, honey, you know, after... I was very worried, in fact. I was a bit worried myself at one point, but... But we're all good now. Yeah, good. Is that all right? And that... like plus points, yeah. suddenly, all those five, seven days in bed or whatever it is, my foot's completely better. I know. My, you... my leg's all better. I, I can walk normally now. I don't not like Mrs. Overall. Silver linings and yeah. all that. And, I... I, and I've lost quite a bit of weight. You don't want to lose any more, hon. No, but you know, you've got to look for the bonuses. I think, um, I, I was saying, I, I, I was, the hospice rang me, and, and if you are at stage four, probably even... Other stages, it's worth just getting to know your local hospice, isn't it? Because you have, we you have think... to be terminally ill to be, right. but it doesn't have to be cancer. It can be anything. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, but they rang. They just rang. Uh, a lady rang. Very nice lady. Just said, "How are you?" I said, "I'm okay," but my wife isn't. I told her all about you. Oh, did you? <laughs> yes. Oh. And well, they worried about you in case you needed. Did Elfa to come and help you? They said, "Do you need anything? Call us." And I said, no, I'm okay at the moment, thank you. But they were so nice. They actually, you know how sometimes 
I'm not having a go at the NHS, but I am. Um, Please don't on this one. No, because, no, not on this occasion. Because honestly, I'm very grateful. I know you are, and so am I. Because, you know, if Professor Tom only works in the NHS, and I can't afford health, private health care anyway, but there's no need for people to be so snotty as sometimes doctors receptionists are and things like that. You know, if everybody could be like this lady who rang me from the hospice, we would all feel a lot better. Yeah, but it wouldn't be a lot of good if someone from the hospice is looking after terminally ill people was horrible, would it? Well, no, but it must be. What a strain on somebody if that's what they do. Like that nice guy from there who came round and, and sorted all kinds of things out that we hadn't really been able to. Yeah. You know, because quite often getting the medicine from the pharmacy can take a few hours. We've got that all sorted now, yeah. though. We've got, we've got a good system in place, so that's all. Yeah. We're, we've got it all organised now. But as long it does as I don't take... have any... I mean, goodness sake, I've, I've never been ill, and in the last 12 months I've had the vertigo, <laughs> then my bloody Achilles tendon, and now this. <laughs> so surely that, can, that must be the yeah. last thing, yeah. surely. I'm not sure what I've done to deserve this, really. <laughs> sorry, it's a, sorry, it's a problem for you. <laughs> I'm not sure what you've done to deserve it is what I really meant. Um, probably hanging out with you. Yeah, I think that's probably it. Anyway, do you feel up to this party on Sunday or not? I've I've said to um, Renee and Jess that we will, we will pop along right, for a, okay. a, a little while. It's a party in the village. Listen, I have to say, I'm not going to tell you where we live, but in the village, the village have been great, haven't they? Yeah, the, the local pub, so lovely. Mm. They brought us round, because they do fish and chips on a Friday, and last night they, they knocked on the door and delivered us some takeaway fish and chips. Oh, no. It made you cry. It was so thoughtful. Mm. Yeah, and the district nurse came in today and jabbed a bloody great needle in your stomach. Well, that needs doing, so... I could have done that. Why didn't you tell them I could have done that? I don't know. That? I was like, when, they went, no, when you go home, you need to inject yourself every day, and your husband can do that for you. <laughs> I was like... Absolutely no bloody way am I letting him anywhere near me with a needle. <laughs> oh, but the nice that. district nurse did it. We're having a laugh and, and of course, well, we always have a laugh because there really is no point. In... I don't want to laugh too much. No, I know. OK. But listen, for all of you if like us who are living with cancer, that's the way to put it, aren't they? Yeah. Isn't it? Um, we wish you well. It, it, it's a difficult situation. And then when something else like this happens, it can go one of two ways. You can completely... I'm a, I think I must be quite shallow to be able to go and work. No, I think it was the best thing for you. I mean, that first morning when I got back, you were, you were all over the place. You were I was such, not. You what were, are you talking no, but about? Not in, a, not in a bad... I mean, just like because you were quite distressed. You were quite worried about me and you were upset and... I understand all that. So for you, the best thing was to get you out of the house, f- focusing on something else. And then mm. you you're okay after a day or so. But those first couple of days, you were... You said to me last night, because I said oh, I was so tired because I had so much to do, worrying about you. You said you didn't do anything. You just sat there. Oh, you, oh. No, you said you hadn't given the dog her tablets because you had such a busy day. Or oh, yeah, we've got a dog who's ill too. You didn't do anything. Well, no, you did make me a... Um, did you make me a cup of tea? Yeah. And toast? That was the day before. Oh, was it? See, mm. I made you something. Yeah. 
I think yesterday was a bit fend for yourself. I was looking forward, of course, Saturdays to a full English, but I might just have a bowl of cornflakes. I'm afraid I'm not up for that at no, the minute, I know, honey. I know. Next weekend, next weekend will be we normal hope. service will be resumed. Well, let's not jump on that yet because they did say. You thought you'd be up, and as soon as you got out of the hospital, you'd be absolutely right as rain, didn't you, really, in a way? I didn't feel like quite... I feel so tired, that thing. Yeah. But I'll be fine. Next week, we'll be back to normal. Yeah, well... And I'm not getting any more illnesses, because I'm just fed up of it now. I've had enough. Yeah. Not accepting any more. Having me with cancer is enough for you, isn't it? That's enough to cope with. Yeah, I think you're right. So anyone out there... um, I was going to say chin up, that's a really old-fashioned expression, but... I suppose I go back to this over and over again. When I see stories, some of the news stories, which are so horrible, and when I see some of the youngsters and, and, you know, children, but teenagers as well with cancer and with terminal cancer, I just don't see why I'm worrying. I'm not, well, I'm not worrying, but I'm just not very good. I'm sorry, I've got indigestion again. <laughs> he's not crying, he's just got hiccups. Oh, dear, that's better. Is that, uh, is that something you get with cancer? I think you can get that any, any way, darling. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably wind this up. Now we've been wittering on for ages. I think so. Anyway, uh, have a good week. Hopefully the summer will return. And I will lie here and wait for my full English. Thank you, darling. Okay, this will be great fun. <laughs>